with insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well, fun hey. of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. Uh, well, hey there, and thanks for joining us live from the Augusta National Golf Club in the 83rd Masters Tournament, where the stage is set for an incredible weekend. Many saying it could be among the most exciting with five major champions tied for the lead at the halfway point. And, oh, yeah, they're a mere shot ahead of a man who has four green jackets already as part of his 14 major championships. Yeah, that guy, Tiger Woods. Phil Mickelson, three back, and it's game on at the Masters. Good morning, I'm Brian Taylor alongside Bob Casper, son of 1970 Masters champion Billy Casper. And Bob, you know, we say this probably every year, but do you remember a more anticipated weekend in Augusta in recent history? No, I don't. I, don't, I really don't. The thing about this one is, uh, you know, when we came into the week at the beginning of the week, we were talking about this perfect storm. Everybody playing well, all the top players in the world, um, the top 10 not having won a, a major or a master's championship coming into this event, that kind of thing, and all these worlds are colliding. Tops, um, the, the first three groups, all major championship winners. Mm. Tiger, uh, right there, four-time master's champion, 14-time major championship winner, one shot back. Um, this is going to be quite a weekend that's for sure yeah no doubt about it and you know guys taking advantage of some soft conditions the weather has certainly been a factor here chairman ridley admitting in the his wednesday press conference that they weren't going to be able to get the golf course to the firmness that they had hoped and so they've countered with some difficult pin placements but look at the end of the day as the caddy has always told us the great equalizer is firmness yeah firmness is but uh you know when you've got uh an opportunity to set some flags because you're trying to protect the score a little bit um, they can do it here at Augusta because of the undulation and everything in the greens, just making it a little bit more difficult to get closer to the hole. But I'll tell you what, these guys are, are playing some great golf. Um, seven under par leading right now, six under par. Um, there's, you know, the top ten. There's seven guys in the top ten that are major championship mm. winners. That's exciting. They're putting on a great show here at Augusta, and we'll get uh, you ready for this weekend. At the Masters, coming up next, stay tuned. You'll hear from the leaders and more right here on Real Golf Radio. Callaway isn't just pushing the boundaries of driver technology. They're pushing ball speed further than humanly possible. The new Epic Flash Driver with Flash Face technology features Callaway's first ever driver face engineered with artificial intelligence. By harnessing this power, Callaway was able to create, test, and refine over 15,000 different faces to find the absolute fastest one. The way speed is created has been completely transformed. Learn more at CallawayGolf.com AI. Golf course superintendents are the unsung heroes of our great game. Due to the game's efforts, we now have turf that needs less water, courses that are more sustainable, with many now offering natural wildlife habitats. From the days of old Tom Morris, golf course superintendents have given golfers a reason to love this great game. But don't take my word for it. Jack Nicholas agrees. If you love golf like I do, thank a golf course superintendent. A message from the Golf Course Superintendents Association of America and local superintendents everywhere. The new OGO Alpha Convoy golf bags 
set a new standard for what carp bags should be. The new OGO Shano Fuse 304 stand bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now, or check it out at OGO.com. So you've thought about LASIK surgery, but you're hesitant. I get it. It's your eyes, and while it's a hassle to deal with contacts and glasses, the thought of a laser in your eye sounds painful and scary. Well, let me tell you, I had the same feelings until I went to Hoops Vision for my free evaluation. I was super impressed with the time they spent, and they put all my concerns to rest. I left excited and confident knowing that I was in the best hands with the latest technology. The day of the surgery was easy. No pain, comfortable massage chairs, and warm chocolate chip cookies to help me relax. And then the miracle. Within a few minutes, I could see. It's an amazing feeling, and now I can see where my golf ball goes, and I enjoy wearing sunglasses and not dealing with contacts that dry up out in the sun and the wind. It's why major champions like Mike Weir chose Hoops Vision. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with new techniques such as smile and camera, there are more options than ever before. Visit HoopsVision.com today and schedule your free consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio, and you could save $1,000 off your procedure. More choices, more experience, better vision at Hoops Vision. Chrome Soft isn't just another tour ball. It's the golf ball that's changing how tour balls are made. When Callaway made a low-compression, low-spin tour ball, others said they might be onto something and tried doing the same, but they can't. Because Chrome Soft is the only ball engineered with a graphene-infused dual soft-fast core for serious speed and unbelievable control around the greens. See for yourself why everyone is playing and loving Chrome Soft. Order the ball that changed the ball at CallawayGolf.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. We saw as soon as we started that the greens were, were a little bit softer after the rain, so you could be more aggressive with the shots to the green and uh, just started making a couple of birdies here and there and, and we did a good job but keep going keep staying aggressive and, and uh, we need to keep doing the same over tomorrow and, and Sunday that's the open champion Francesco Molinari tied for the lead with four others here at the halfway point of the 83rd Masters Tournament. Welcome back to Real Golf Radio. It's presented by Callaway Golf. And, of course, uh, Francesco Molinari, a Callaway Golf staff player, playing the Epic Flash Sub-Zero Driver and Three-Wood Apex MB Irons. He also has an Odyssey Golf Toulon Madison Stroke Lab putter and playing that Chrome Soft X golf ball. Uh, you can check it all out at CallawayGolf.com. But you hear from Francesco Molinari, Bob, and mm-hmm. um, he, he, he kind of falls in line a little bit with Brooks Kepka, who have had an incredible year. Brooks has had a, a couple of incredible years right. now, but Francesco Molinari over the last 12 months has really been on a tear. I mean, you could look from, you know, hoisting the Claret Jug mm-hmm. to his, you know, winning Tigers tournament before yep. that, and then what he did in the Ryder Cup, and then winning a Bay Hill Arnold Palmer's event yep. earlier this year, and here he is now tied for the lead at the Masters and playing some phenomenal golf, and yet he's just so quiet, as you heard there in his cut. He's talking about being aggressive, but you can barely hear him. He almost can't even take him seriously. He's so quiet. Yep. And and yet here he goes about Brooks Kepka's similar demeanor, both of them tied for the lead. Yeah, kind of almost the silent assassin, so to speak. Mm. Um, you know, he, make, he makes three birdies and one bogey in the first round, shoots 70, but then he comes back with a bogey-free round in the second round with a 67, five birdies, 
opportunities uh, on holes 3, 8, 9, 12, and 15. So, um, you know, here's a guy that's that continues his great play. Um, and uh, it's, it's pretty amazing to see him along with the other guys that are there at 7 under par. All right, let's talk about the 5 because that, that really is the, the, the point where you have to start. I know everybody wants to talk about Tiger Woods, and we will spend some time talking about Tiger. There's no doubt about it. When a guy like Tiger Woods finds himself a shot off the lead at the halfway point, he certainly is the story, and he's provided a terrific show uh, over the last two days, and there were some serious Tiger roars, which we haven't heard a whole lot of in recent hi- history. So great to have him back and, and playing some good golf. But let's talk about the 5, Bob, before we uh, get into Tiger because as you mentioned, all of the major championships uh, winners. We just talked about Molinari. Uh, how about Jason Day? He's got a PGA. You know, there was a time when I said I wouldn't do a Masters preview show without right. including Jason Day as one yep. of my picks because he just seems, in in the past, he has shown such um, a proficiency for this golf course. He loves it here. He plays it well. He seems to have all the tools. What's your thoughts on Jason Day in his first two rounds? Well, Jason Day is playing some great golf as well. Um, he's, you know, he's, he's had a few more bogeys. He's had three bogeys more in two rounds, but you know, at seven under par, he's made 10 birdies. Um, the other thing about Jason day is he's at 137 right now, seven under par. Um, he opened, uh, his 30, well, he, his best opening 36 holes was 136. And that was in 2011. So, you know, he's, he's, he's kind of gone up and down the last couple of years, but uh, Jason Day is a guy that you've got to watch out for because, you know, he almost had a chance to win this thing um, a few years back and uh, spit the bit, so to speak, with a couple of bogeys coming in on the 17th and 18th holes that cost him winning the championship. Yeah, there's no doubt. But, uh, again, you never know. Jason Day is one of those guys that I think everybody would like to pick. They just don't know whether or not he's going to be able to complete his round. Oh, yeah. He just seems to battle. You know, he, he had the incident where he picked up his daughter before the first round just to give her a kiss, and all of a sudden his back was out, and he was yep. barely making it around the golf course. Yeah, and he, and he uh, you know. And despite that, here he is tied for the lead. Well, and, you know, that's the other thing is, you, you, you know, a lot of people say you got to beware of the walking wounded. Uh, I know my dad in 1975, he won in um, in New Orleans, and he had the flu that mm. whole week. Um, a lot of times, when you're when you're wounded or when you're sick or things are going on, Tony last year with his it, with Tony Finau with his ankle last year, you you're focusing so much on that other stuff, you're not really focusing a ton on maybe the pressure and everything that's going along with your golf game and you're focusing on shot by shot by shot and it really kind of helps you get through the situation and here he is at seven under par tie for the lead after two rounds yeah it distracts you from yep. the enormity Absolutely. of the situation and the, the the results and the consequences uh that that are playing out right yep. in front of you yeah yep. you just you're just worried about finishing your round right exactly all right so there's jason day uh, as we move down the leaderboard brooks kepka you know again this is so funny we talk about brooks and we almost laugh right because here uh-huh. he is you know he's won three of the last seven major championships the guys all he does is win major championships yes. and yet we even joked last week in our master's preview show we're not bring, bringing up brooks kepka as one of <laughs> our favorites but why i yeah. mean how did how is it that he goes under the radar time and time again and yet here he is in the biggest stages in the best tournaments and he's there right there contending and he almost uses that under the radar or naysayers against him that kind of thing as fuel to for his fire to continue to play well and well and better and better every single week he talked about yesterday in his in his post-round press conference how how he he tries not to think about anything 
Um, and, nothing. Yeah, nothing. I kept thinking about uh, George Costanza. What are we going to do a show about? Nothing. nothing. Yeah, that's, that's um, uh, Brooks. It, but but uh, in doing that, he tries to stay in the present. He tries to uh, go shot by shot. And uh, you know it's working for him. Uh, with, with his great play, as you said, in the last couple of majors, um, two of the, the last three majors of last year, and then here he is, you know, right at the top of the leaderboard. The interesting thing about him is he got off to a, um, a bad start yesterday, got to four um, got to four under par, was two over for the day, and then he turns it around and comes back and shoots one under par and ties for the lead. So um, Brooks Kepka um, is, is a guy that you can't, count out no doubt yeah you can't sleep on him and the, the, the thing i think people were curious about and maybe he wasn't getting as much attention is because he missed last year due to that right. wrist injury right right but as i pointed out i did mention him in the in the preview show where he went 33rd 22nd or 21st 11th yes. and then that did not start because of the wrist injury you so like those trends don't you I, oh i think it's, it's especially um telling here at augusta where it's yeah. played year after year it, it seems to me that this is a golf course that it takes some time to figure out i love sitting you know i'm one of my favorite things when I mean I miss about your dad of course lots of things we just miss having him but we would sit there in the clubhouse with him he would invite us in and we would sit there and watch the masters and he would comment on players shots oh Phil you can't I just remember Phil exactly yep. particularly on 16 that one year yeah and Phil chased a flag on that back right corner hit it long into the bunker and he just said Phil's got to learn you can't go for certain flags you right. have to figure that out and right. it was not too long later that fig- that Phil did figure it out and he's now won three and I know he did spend some time with your dad talk- yes. Phil did talking about yeah. some of those things so the reason I look at the trends is because of that very reason of guys that are figuring it out it's why I was high on Bryson DeChambeau after the first round because of when you sat and visited with him and look and realized that he'd spent so much time in a short period of time right learning and educating himself not only on the golf course but the history and the philosophies of Bobby Jones and Clifford Roberts and, and you think to yourself okay Here's a guy who's playing well. He's understanding it. He's being extremely respectful. You know, maybe he's got, maybe he's sort of taken a time warp through that uh, experience tunnel, and he's going to be a guy to be reckoned with. And he had a tough day yesterday. He's not completely he out of it. But, but you see what I mean? So that's why I love the trends. That's why I like to see what guys are doing, and I think it's especially telling. There's a telling stat with Bryson DeChambeau from the first round. Yeah, of course, he shot 66, and he was tied for the lead with Brooks Kepka. But the thing that was concerning to me about his round is only 42% of his fairways, or 47% of his fairways, and 62% of his greens in regulation. Mm. And because of that, uh, it, almost a little bit smoke and mirrors with what he was able to do and how he was able to score uh, yesterday. He, of course, he shoots three over par, and in doing so, um, you know, uh, now he's four shots off the lead. So it, it'll Life be interesting. Fast, it, it does come at you fast, and it'll be interesting to see how he turns that around or if he can turn that around. That's today. one of the things I love about Augusta is, you you know, the, those that are playing well, you can't take a break. No. Uh-uh. At least you can't take an over-par break. Yeah, you, you definitely you can't go into the prevent 70, mode. 71, 72, yeah. you can hang around, but, boy, you get too much over that, and you're going to get lapped around here because, the, again, with the softness of the conditions due to what Mother Nature has uh, dumped a couple inches or more of rain over the last few days, you know, even with the, the most state-of-the-art technology and the sub-air systems to be able to do what they can to dry this golf yep. course out, it still is going to be soft, and, and that's, you know, when players are hot, yep. they're going to take advantage that's of right. that. All right, so we've talked about those at the top of the leaderboard. We talked about uh, Francesco Molinar. Brooks Kepka, Jason Day. Boy, we haven't even talked about Louis Eustazen or Adam, Adam Scott. Scott. Uh, those are the other two that are in there. And Adam Scott, by the way, who won in the rain, Aussie, 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 uh, back in 2013, uh, is the only one of those players with a green jacket. We'll hit on them. We'll hear from Tony Finau and others when we return.
Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest price. Prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance Ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. You know, yesterday everything seemed to kind of click. You know, today, when I was hot, I was hot. You know, when it's um, when it's as difficult uh, of a wind as it is today, it's, it's not blowing very hard. So you get some gusts that are downwind, and then all of a sudden they're into the wind two seconds later. So... It makes it makes it quite difficult, um, you know. But I just I really could have shot in the 60s very easily um, if I just would have would have made some you know, four footers. 
That's Brooks Kepka. He is uh, tied for the lead at seven under par. He mentioned his putting right there, Bob, and uh, he has taken six more putts than Francesco Molinari, whom he's tied with the lead. Uh, Francesco leading the field with 53 putts over 36 holes, no three putts, and Brooks has 59 putts over uh, the first 36 holes, and he has uh, three three putts. Uh, during that time so i know that's a big thing that you look at for sure and by the way this segment brought to you by odyssey the number one putter in golf uh what's your thoughts when you when you hear a guy like brooks and we talked about him momentarily but as as relative to the putting when he's got six more putts three of them three putts over the zero three putts from molinari uh, i i think you had a stat at one point in time that the winners don't do don't three more than twice right or something yeah they don't three putt more than twice and a lot of times you'll see major championship winners here at augusta uh, the the person that goes on to win the golf tournament um, will only have uh, will have zero or one three putt. Mm-hmm. So uh, when when you get above two, uh, that's not a good omen for you as far as uh, being able to win um, the green jacket. All right, let's talk about uh, the other two players before we move on to that one guy. Oh yeah, Tiger Woods. Plus we'll hear from um, Tony Fina, who's in the mix as well. Uh, let's go to Adam Scott. Adam Scott's a 2013 Masters champion. Mm-hmm. Um, he's uh, played in 17 Masters. He finished tied for 32nd last year. His only top 10 since winning was a T9 back in 2017, two years ago. Uh, but that said, Adam Scott is more than capable of winning a second green jacket. And yeah. as you have always told me, the the guys that have won it before have less pressure on them to win it again. Yeah, and, you know, to keep that club exclusive of mm-hmm. those Masters Championship winners, they like to have um, former major cha- for, former Masters Champions win the event again. But uh, just uh, Adam Scott played some great has played some great golf this year. He's had three top tens. Um, he finished most re- recently at the Farmers Insurance Open um, and also at uh, the L.A. Open before. Uh, they went to the to the East Coast, so to speak, and, and the Florida swing. Um, but this is his lowest opening score for 36 holes in 18 starts at the Masters. And his previous was only three under par. Here he is at seven under par. So uh, so he's in a good position right now. No yeah. No, and, and look, I mean, he's he's one that was affected by that change in the putting, uh, yes. the rules with the with the uh, anchored putting. Yep. And he is currently 14th in strokes gained putting on the PGA Tour, 17th strokes gained overall this year. Yeah. So obviously he's playing well. He hasn't broken through to win yet. But uh, when you look at Adam Scott, uh, again, as I said, he's the only one of the five there who has already won a green jacket. And then Louis Oosthuizen's the other guy, you know, we mentioned him coming in. Yeah, he, he, you know St. Andrews guys that went on St. Andrews, uh, you know big golf course, open golf course. You can, you know, it's pretty um, forgiving with the driver. Mm-hmm. And you know, Louis got plenty of length for a little guy, and and plenty of game as as he's already won a major championship. But 2010 was a long time ago, Bob. Yeah, 2010 was a long time ago, and that's his only win on the PGA Tour, um, because those because majors are count on the PGA Tour. So um, he's never won in the United States. Um, so, uh, which, which totally floored me cause I had thought he had, you think, right? in, in, in thinking about it, you know, he's a guy that, uh, that finished runner up here, lost in a playoff, um, made a double Eagle on two, I yeah. think the first one. Yeah. And, uh, to have not won here in the United States per se, um, was, was shocking to me when we when we started talking about that. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right, so your, your final groups look like this. Francesco Molinari and Jason Day go off at 2.45 local time in the final group. They'll be playing uh, behind Brooks Kepka and Adam Scott. Louis Tazen alongside Dustin Johnson 
will be in the 225 tee time, and that is your final six. And then Justin Harding and Xander Schauffele, and then there's that pick, uh, that pairing at 205, which I think, uh, well, let's say probably 80% of the golf course will be following that 205 group of <laughs> Tiger Woods and Ian Poulter. Bob, we've uh, we've put it off to segment number two. We should be proud of ourselves, but Tiger Mania is alive and well, oh. and uh, Tiger is, is putting on a show out there. I mean, the fist pumps are back. The roars are back. It's different. It's a different sound when Tiger's out there making birdies. You know, yesterday we were we had a chance to, uh, to talk with uh, Tony Finau for a few minutes um, after his round. And while we were standing there, just after we finished talking to him, that roar went up from down in 16 when, or 15 when Tiger made that about 25-footer to, um, to go to six under par. And it was loud. You know what's funny is one of the ladies there that was working, she goes, someone made a hole-in-one. <laughs> and you know what? It would have been probably about the same um, crescendo as yeah. someone else making yeah. a hole-in-one. Right. Tiger just made birdie. Yeah, and, and you know, you hear those roars down in Amen Corner and, and down in that lower part of the golf course. And you hear them come up to, to the clubhouse. And I kind of turned back and I looked and I went, okay, that wasn't back over in the corner over here on 16. That was over here on 15. That was Tiger. He either made bird or your eagle. I'm impressed with your audible so, uh, detection there because the difference between the 15th and 16th green is what? It's not much. Less than 200 yards? Yeah, it's a couple hundred yards. And you're about, oh, three-quarters of a mile away? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Tiger, um, 138, six under par, marks his best opening 36-hole score since 2011. Mm. He finished fourth that year, um, and he's on a 20-consecutive a cut streak here at the Masters. Fred Couples, Gary Player at 23, Tom Watson at 21. So, um, you know, it seems like his game is starting to round into form. Um, yesterday he hit 16 of 18 greens in regulation. Yeah, led the field. Uh, 12, what was it, 12 of twelve of 14 fairways, something like that, 10 of 14 fairways. Um, and so, uh, you know, if he can get that putter going um, – you know, he's missed seven or eight putts inside 10 feet for birdies. Uh, one of them yesterday also for a par from about five feet on the eighth hole where he made his, his only three putt of the of the golf tournament so far. Um, but um, if he can get that putter going and start making some of those shorter putts, because he's hitting the ball, his proximity to the hole's been pretty good um, the last couple of days. But, you know, he said in, in one of his interviews yesterday that all he needs to do is keep Keep hitting him on his line, which he's doing. Uh, keep hitting him on his line, and they're gonna they're gonna start dropping. And he's very confident about what's going on. He did say that he is he's happy and he can live with the fact that he's hitting it on his line. If he's misreading it, he can work on that and yeah. fix that. But he is hitting it where he's looking, so that's uh, easier for him to swallow. Which that's a topic for another show. I'd actually like to get your thoughts on that because sometimes it's more frustrating to me when you're hitting it exactly where it's going and it's not going in the hole and you're just yeah. missing it. That sometimes that can be a little bit more frustrating in my mind. But hey, look, uh, Tiger's got a little more experience, a little better golfer than I am. Hey, you know, it's interesting. Bob, and it stands out to me, just three birdies on the par fives of the eight par fives he's played right. so far through two right. rounds. That's surprising. And he played him even par yesterday. He had he had uh, total, total. He had one birdie and one bogey yesterday uh, on the on the par par fives. So, um, so two and two. Yeah. So um, he, you know, the, that's the thing. That's one of the places that he was always great when he was younger. Was that he maximized 
birdies and and being under par on par fives he needs to he needs to take control of those make sure he gets the ball in the fairway so that he can at, attack for his second shot and uh and and convert those into birdies today. well look he's got five birdies on par fours uh, phil mickelson has two birdies on par fours but he has six on six of the par fives so right. you know he's doubled them up but that's the difference and they're yep. tied they're both tied for that's six to six under par all right we'll talk more about tiger phil and others but as we mentioned we had a chance to catch up with tony Finau, who is uh chasing he is a big story this week coming off of the ankle injury from a year ago in the par three and he top 10 after an opening round 68 basically on one foot we caught up with him after his second round yesterday so talk about the difference between the first two rounds. How did it play? What was the difficulty, I guess, from the firmness to the pin locations that you experienced between round one and round two? It was a lot softer today, so the course played a little a little longer. The ball wasn't rolling as much, um, but I feel like the firmness and the speed of the greens were exactly the same. Uh, really fast and really good pins. I think the scores kind of tell you that. You know, a lot of it's a really crowded leaderboard, but. Um, I think the way they set the pins up, uh, I, don't, I don't think they wanted guys to go way too low too early. So I don't know if that will change on the weekend. But um, I, I like how I've played thus far. I've driven it really good. So if I can put together one really good round, I'm going to put myself right in contention. So um, you've probably been asked this a lot, but what's it like going around the golf course without having to worry about your ankle? <laughs> Actually, that's the first time it's been asked. Honestly, Yeah, honestly. Um yeah, it's been it's it's been nice. <laughs> not not have to worry. Not have to worry about, have to worry about the ankle. Um, it's been quite a different feel this year compared to last year. Last year I was thinking about my ankle quite quite a bit. Yeah. You know, I knew. I mean, the pain was there, especially on the weekend. But uh, you know, this year is quite a bit different, and I I'm a different player I am this year than I was this time last year. Um, but picking back off of that success, I think so far this year. Jason Day said that with his back injury, sometimes that can be a bit of a diversion and you just focus on trying to get around rather than thinking about the situation or results. I imagine that's what you experienced last year. Are you feeling different in that regard this this year? Yeah, a little bit different. Yeah, you know, Last year, I don't know if I felt the nerves as much because I was so focused on my, on my ankle. This year, quite a bit different. That first tee shot was probably what I would have thought would have been how it was would have been last year. Um, but, you know, I... I enjoy this golf. I enjoy the golf course and just the atmosphere. There's nothing like it that we experience all year. Even the other three majors are great majors, um, but there's something special about this place, um, the patrons and and the golf course. So uh, I, I got 36 holes to make up four shots, and um, I'm looking forward to the challenge. Your short game has been spot on. Are you pleased with how you're playing so far? I am. Yeah, I've driven it nicely. You know, I, I haven't hit it as close as I need to to score. You know, that's and then when I have, I haven't made the putt. So um, it hasn't all come together. But I do like. I love the way I'm driving the ball, and I'm getting up and down for the most part around the greens. Um, that's a recipe for success. Um, if, if I start to hit the irons closer and make some putts, then, then we can score. Uh, I know there's a 65, 66 in me on the weekend, and I'm going to need one of those if I'm going to win this thing. All right, there you go. That was Tony Finau. And uh, Tony, you know, like, like I said, off to a good start. He's tied yep. for 16th. He's three under par, just his second Masters tournament, along with Xander Shoffley, who's tied for six right now. Those two seem to be linked. When when they're playing well, they're both playing well, and they seem to go head-to-head. Yeah, that is pretty interesting, isn't it? You know, the two guys that uh, were up for the Ryder Cup. All right, oh, stay tuned. Uh, Scott Michaud joins us next. Chrome Soft isn't just another tour ball, it's the golf ball that's changing how tour balls are made. When Callaway made a low compression, low spin tour ball, others said they might be onto something and tried doing the same, but they can't. 
because ChromeSoft is the only ball engineered with a graphene-infused dual soft-fast core for serious speed and unbelievable control around the greens. See for yourself why everyone is playing and loving ChromeSoft. Order the ball that changed the ball at CallawayGolf.com. Callaway's new Apex Irons redefine players' irons. Unmatched feel, distance, and control have been forged to perfection to deliver category-defining performance. Apex Irons are the ultimate forged players' distance iron. Callaway's 360 face cups generate industry-leading distance, unmatched feel, and will get every golfer's attention. Tungsten weighting in each iron fine-tunes launch, trajectory, and delivers tremendous control. See perfection in every shot with the new Apex at your local golf retailer or visit CallawayGolf.com and see what makes Callaway the number one irons in golf. At the first tee, it's the little things in life we pick up. Hey, thank you. That make for a successful future. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. Oh, you dropped this. Because little things can carry a big impact both on and off the course. Hey, thanks. To learn more, visit thefirsttee.org. The new OGO Alpha Convoy golf bags set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shadow Fuse 304 stand bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now, or check it out at OGO.com. Your hands, with the grip, they form the connection between you and your club. In a game where feel is so important to playing your very best, great shots begin with a great grip. For every golfer who wants to play better, there's a Lampkin grip. We just changed the putter. Now you need to change yours. A multi-material shaft enabled a radical shift in weight distribution, resulting in a putter designed to improve your actual stroke. Because a better stroke helps make more putts. This is a stroke of genius. Stroke Lab from Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. It was fun. Um, I felt like I left a few shots out there, but you know, overall, it was a solid day. I was very patient. Just kind of hung in there and kind of kept grinding and uh, trying to make a birdie here and there when I could. If I had a green light situation, you know, really attack and. Uh, make sure I left the ball below the hole. That's uh, still the key here. I love it. There's Tiger Woods. He's just a shot back here at the 83rd Masters, playing in his 20th Masters, and uh, he likes he's got a, a flair for history. Yes, he understands. So in his to win in his 20th Masters would be something for sure. Uh, but he's just a shot back, and there he is answering questions. 
diverting questions, diverting his answers, and essentially mm-hmm. just talking about whatever, you know. No, the golf there, the birdies here, the this there, that, you know. I mean, he, he's he's back to his old Tiger ways. Yes. Although I did see him fist bump a couple of kids as he walked around the gallery yesterday, which I thought was super cool. Yeah, and you've never seen him do that before. No, to acknowledge yeah. that. Plus, I mean, he handled the, the slide, the security guard slide. He handled <laughs> that one pretty well. Guy tried to take him out. I don't think he tried to. No, I don't think so either. Besides, I'm with the guy that said it's like, you know, you're, you're turning a double play at second, man. you got to get your foot up because <laughs> you know that guy's coming in hot. Uh, yeah, security guard, you can check it out on Twitter if you haven't seen it. But Tiger security said guard no harm, of, no foul. Yeah, he just said, look, no, it was not no an issue. No big deal. Yeah. Not an issue. But I'll, I'll tell you what, it sure makes for exciting. Look, so far this week on Monday, it was beautiful. Patrons were out. Uh, lots of shopping was had. And uh, it, it skips across the 16th pond were enjoyed. And then Tuesday, it was a lot of rain, man. It was uh, rain overnight. Monday night in the into morning. Tuesday, yep. uh, we're able to get out in the afternoon, but it was a bit of a slog fest walking around the areas. Uh, you know, the patrons trying to stay from getting too muddy. You know, Wednesday turned out to be really beautiful. The par three contest was was awesome, and then you know, again, round number one Heat. and two, sunny, warm, warmed up. It, you know, it's it's been really good. But again, Mother Nature did her thing, and then we've had overnight rains and and some stoppage of play even yesterday due to some thunderstorms in the area, and so uh, that's where we stand. In the meantime, a lot of good golf. Five players tied for the lead at seven. A couple of players you may have heard of, including Tiger Woods, are just a shot back. Phil Mickelson is just three shots back. Heading into the weekend and joining us right now is our good friend from this Augusta area. He's been coming here and covering the Masters for a long time, and he joins us now. Scott Michaud joining us. Scott, good morning. How are you? Good morning, guys. I'm doing well. Yeah, yeah, good to talk with you. So I, I hit you up, and I, I I appreciate the zing coming back at me on my text line last night. But um, my question is, is with Molinari having caddied for his brother Eduardo when he was the uh, <laughs> U.S. Amateur Champion in 2005, so you got pictures of Francesco Molinari in in the caddy overalls uh, in 2005. By the way, he's wearing a sweet orange mock turtleneck, by the way, underneath that caddy um, coverall. Has a caddy ever won? Here at the Masters, I mean, this this could a be Masters historic, caddy. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, like I, like I was saying last night in, in the tweet, caddies won. The guys who have caddied, like uh, Hogan uh, and Nelson and Angel Cabrera, uh, they've won the Masters, uh, but no caddy has ever put on the white bib at Augusta National and caddied in the Masters and ended up winning it. So that has to be. Uh, Easily, if he if he can put on a green jacket, uh, I'm just hoping he'll just take his caddy's bib off and put it on uh, for the ceremony because that would be about the coolest picture you could ever have. <laughs> a green jacket over the top of the caddy coveralls. I don't there know that go. that's ever been seen before, for sure. Hey Scott, so what do you what do you think about how this leaderboard is stacking up right now? It's got to be pretty exciting, don't you think? I mean, I, I don't know if it's. Uh, if there's any precedence for having a leaderboard with five major winners and only major winners uh, from every single major championship sharing the lead, uh, and then you got Tiger and Dustin just sitting there one shot back, uh, it, it's it's ridiculous. Uh, I think 21 of the 65 guys who made the uh, cut have won major championships. Uh, and, you know, you got Phil lurking not far behind. Justin Thomas is not out of uh, reach. Uh, just yet, if he can have a good day today. I mean, good luck handicapping who's going to have the advantage in this thing. They've all got the advantage. 
So I want to ask you about these five at the top because obviously everyone's got Tiger Mania and and, and that's it, that's exciting. He very very well may win a four, uh, fifth green jacket uh, this weekend. We don't know, but of the five on the top, you know, history would say that it's you, you got to get in that final group or at least the second to the last group re- recently if you want to. So today today's moving day is important. But Francesco Molinari and Brooks Kepka are two major championship winners who are. Very easy, can very easily slide under the radar. Louis Oosthuizen probably in the same category, but uh, but for different reasons. But uh, Kepka and Molinari, what do you make of those two guys? Are they are they quietly just going to go slip on a green jacket while everyone's hyped up about what Tiger and DJ and Phil and all those guys are doing? Of of all of, all of the guys, uh, they're they're the two that seem the least flappable right at the moment. I mean, Molinari uh, has been unfazed by anything that's been thrown at him since last summer. Uh, you know, he just goes along, cruises along, basically being ignored playing next to Tiger at Carnoustie until suddenly uh, he makes a birdie, and you're like, oh, he might win. And uh, and then he just <laughs> destroyed everyone in the Ryder Cup, uh, and he brings it back out this year by winning already at Bay Hill uh, in the same kind of casual, come from behind, uh, oh, yeah, anybody paying attention to me fashion? And, uh, you know, he's just... It, Nothing seems to, to knock him off his stride. He was had the only uh, bogey free round yesterday. Kepka, I think, had the only bogey free round in the first round. So, uh, and, and he handled it. You know, going into the Delta ticket office on number two yesterday, didn't even seem to knock him off stride. He just came back and got it all back by the end of the day. So, so those two guys seem to be impervious. Uh, to the pressure right now. I like the way Adam Scott is swinging the ball. The little hiccup putt on 16 you know, gives me pause uh, yesterday that, that something could uh, you know, derail him on the greens. But, uh, but those, are the, those are the three of the, of the top five that impressed me the most so far. So you talked about being unflappable. One of the guys that uh, seemed um, to be struggling a little bit and and the guy that was was favored coming into the event rory mcelroy um boy it sure seems like he's putting a lot of pressure on himself as far as the the career grand slam and getting this fourth major in his quiver yeah you know he's 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 tried to come in with all sorts of different attitudes and all and the five chances he's had to close this thing out here uh and and it, this year it seemed like he was you know, meditation and a little Zen-like uh, approach with his three Ps and and all that stuff. And he didn't seem very convincing to me. He almost looks like he's not enjoying himself this week. That is, that it is that the pressure of trying to do that is starting to to weigh on his shoulders when he gets here. He clearly didn't look like a guy who was out there uh, very confident and having fun uh, playing golf yesterday. I mean, as soon as he sort of uh, chunked that. Uh, wedge into the second green i thought uh-oh it's going to be another long day uh and so i i, I just i just don't see him uh right at the moment having figured out the formula that he needs there he and he keeps trying everything but i think the best thing he can do is to just play golf the way he plays golf uh and and forget about it and i know that's easier said than done 
Yeah, no, there's no doubt about it that if he plays like he can play, like we saw at the Players Championship and other times, yep. that he, that I don't think anyone can beat him. You know, and it, it seemed like he was coming into the week in that form, and perhaps the you know, mag, mag, uh, the enormity of the situation has become too large for him. All right, uh, so I need your local perspective. You've lived here maybe your your whole life, at least for as long as I've known you. What do you make of the weather forecast, and how realistic is it that we can finish tomorrow? Well, it, it doesn't look good. Uh, ominous, I believe, is a word that some people have thrown around. And the one thing I have noticed, though, over the years here is when the weather keeps cells start coming in uh, towards Augusta, oftentimes they split a little bit and just veer slightly north of the golf course. So we can hope that the worst of it uh, doesn't hit the course. But, you know, if, if it's going to be 75% chance of, uh, you know, torrential rain and thunderstorms, uh, and high winds on Sunday. I'm curious to see whether or not they, they send them out at all uh, just to try and get part of it done or whether or not they just uh, hold everything off and, and play again on Monday. Uh, I, don't, I don't suspect they're going to go off very early and try to finish early afternoon. That's never been sort of their M.O. to try to do that, and they always want that you know, CBS window uh, late in the evening. So, so I'm very curious how the, the, the Green Jackets handle it. And that was a thought I had, too, and I'm glad you brought that up because I was, <coughs> excuse me, pondering that very thing. Would you rather have it on a Sunday, even if it finished early, and then you maybe re-racked it again, or would you rather do it on a Monday, even if it was prime time? it's still on a Monday when everybody's uh, battling work and other things? Well, I think we would all rather have it on a Sunday. But uh, Monday looks like uh, glorious, uh, you know, sunshine and weather, and, you know, that's kind of the test we, we, we want to see. When you have a leaderboard this good, do we want to compromise it by taking the chance uh, of having uh, the weather be the biggest factor rather than just those guys going after the golf course? Well, here's hoping Mother Nature will cooperate for sure. So what do you see? What's your, what are you following? What are you most excited about when you uh, see what we're facing for this weekend? Well, like everyone else, I'm excited about Tiger. Uh, but I don't think he's going to hold up if he's relying on making 30-foot putts and he can't make the 10-footers. So if he doesn't start right. dropping some of the easier ones, I think uh, this might be a big tease. But, uh, you know, I want to see, when you, we've always wanted this kind of showdown. We talk about it every year. Oh, everybody's coming into Augusta in great form. We could see a wild shootout with all the best golfers in the world. Well, right now we've got it. And this, is, this, to me, is going to be the most exciting part to see which one of these guys has what it takes to beat everybody else in a shootout this weekend. Mm, I love it. I agree. It's going to be must-see TV for sure. Or, of course, on the, the new Masters app where you can watch every single shot from every single player, which is super cool. I mean, how, how, I'm impressed. That was, to me, that's one of the most breakthrough, revolutionary uh, technologies I've seen in media. I mean, that, that's pretty impressive stuff, huh, Scott? It's wonderful. I mean, I can't tell you how many times we've watched majors, and you might have a local favorite or somebody that you like who just never gets on television. Uh, now, you know, somebody gets into the Masters. If you want, if you care, you can watch everything they do. It's fantastic. Yeah, good stuff. Well, yep. Scott, thanks so much for uh, for your time. So, tell us again uh, where our listeners can find you these days. I think if you just type in scottmichaud.com, uh, M-I-C-H-A-U-X. Uh, uh, it'll 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 link you over to my Patreon website, and uh, I've been covering uh, covering it like I usually do. 
Perfect. All right. Thanks, Scotty. Appreciate it, buddy. Thank you, guys. I'll see you in a little while. Okay, sounds good. Scott Michaud joining us right here. M-I-C-H-E-A-U-X <laughs> dot com. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> ScottMichaud.com. Uh, give him a listen. He's a good guy. We, we like him. He's fun to... He's fun to talk golf with. He gives us the local perspective. Yep. I, I think that's interesting, Bob. I, I really hope they don't – I can't see a precedence for, hey, the weather might be bad, so we're just going to not play. Yeah. I, I think they play until they can't play. I and agree. Then, and then and see how it shakes out. I right? agree. Keep them in place like they did for 30 minutes like yesterday if they need to, and then bring them back out. I mean, you, 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 you I think it all – you try to everything to finish it up on Sunday. Absolutely, 100%, yeah. because you want to hit that television window with CBS Sports. Yeah, yep. for sure. All right, we'll take a short break uh, and continue next. Thanks for joining us live from the Masters. This is Real Golf Radio. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right. Call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855 855- Three two five seventeen eighty. It has been said that everyone has a book in them, but do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family, or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003 800-485-6003 Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. 
That's 800-223-0992. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. Yeah, welcome back to Real Golf Radio, live from the Masters. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, five major champions are tied for the lead at the halfway point here at the 83rd Masters. At seven under par, Francesco Molinari, Jason Day, Brooks Kepka, Adam Scott, and Louis Oosthuizen. And if that's not tasty enough for you, there's that guy Tiger Woods just a shot back alongside Dustin Johnson, who's been back and forth between number one and number two in the world. And a first-timer, Justin Harding, is also lingering in there with Xander Schauffele. And you know what else is tasty, Bob? The Masters Sandwich Selection yes. that they have here yes. in Augusta. Yes. You know, people love to come to Augusta to see these players, and we're going to all sit and watch the drama unfold mm-hmm. on the weekend. Yeah. But one of the favorite things to do to come into a Masters is is all the history and traditions and things that, that surround the experience. Yes. And one of those is sitting right here in front of me here. If we were on TV, you'd see on camera. But we have a Masters Egg Salad Sandwich made fresh daily which I believe is a dollar fifty. Dollar fifty. Is that right? In the concession. Yep. So, a good. Do you like the egg salad? Sandwich? I love the egg salad yeah, sandwich. Yeah, you got If you're coming oh, to yeah. Augusta, you got to have an egg salad, yeah, right? Absolutely. Okay, my second go-to, and I know this doesn't resonate with you per se, and some people don't like rye, but the ham and cheese I like on red rye. Bread. The ham and cheese on rye is pretty solid. I mean, you get some. It's it's if you feel the weight difference between the egg salad, you actually get a significant amount of protein. Substantial. Yes. Yes. So okay. I'm a big fan of the ham and cheese on uh-huh. rye. And then the caddy's choice, of course, when he'll join us on the back nine. This is the classic chicken sandwich. Yes. Southern breading, a little bit peppery, um, but that's a really good sandwich too. And it's a cold chicken sandwich. It by is the a way. cold chicken sandwich. Yeah. Uh, I I also like the Masters Club. Yeah. Masters I was Club grab has that ham too. and turkey. And some uh, some cheese in it as well comes with a little bit of a like of a, a mustard mayo on it, and and that's a really good sandwich too. All these sandwiches can be had for about for two dollars or less um, in the concession stands. So, and then it's of course stuff. the Masters uh, branded water bottles. Yes. And everything, you know, you, you get your cups that your soda comes in. Everyone's uh-huh. carrying around cups because they're great to put in your cupboard at home. When yep. the kids come over, you just lay out these plastic Masters cups. Yep. And it's wonderful. Yeah. We, we call it Masters China in my house. We do. It's a wonderful thing. Thanks for joining us here live from the 83rd Masters. More coming up on the back nine, hour number two next. USA Radio News with Wendy King. President Trump says he's considering sending migrants who cross the border from Mexico into so-called sanctuary cities. He says he's weighing the idea because Democrats have blocked his efforts to change the country's, quote, very dangerous immigration laws. Putting aside warnings from officials in his administration, the president embraced the idea of sending newly arrived border crossers to cities that refuse to facilitate immigration enforcement. California certainly is always saying, oh, we want more people and they want more people in their sanctuary cities. Well, we'll give them more people. We can give them a lot. California Governor Gavin Newsom tells CBS News the president is acting badly. It's ludicrous. It's petulant. I have a seven year old. Uh, He would be embarrassed. 
On Wall Street, the markets closed higher. The Dow was up 269 points. This is USA Radio News. It's amazing, but true. When it comes to one of America's biggest household expenditures, health care, a lot of people think they've got no choice. People are used to thinking we have to do it this way, but they don't. Yes, you have the freedom to choose an alternative with your health care. It's MediShare, and it costs way less than the alternatives. The typical family saves $500 a month, not a year, a month. And if you're single, this can save you a lot, too. And let's face it, a big reason MediShare is 400,000 people strong, it just works. They've shared over $3 billion in medical bills, so they can help share your needs, too. Joining MediShare for so many people is one of those things that makes you say, why didn't I do this before? So yes, the time has come for something better. Look into joining MediShare and see why so many people are opting out of the old way and into the new. Why not look into this? Just call 855-90-PSALM. That's 855-90-PSALM. 855-90-PSALM. According to meteorologists, more bad weather is coming to the U.S. Severe storms, including tornado warnings, are possible in parts of East Texas, Arkansas, Louisiana, and Mississippi. 70 million people will face a severe weather threat through the weekend from the Florida Panhandle to Ohio and from there eastward all the way to the Atlantic Ocean. Strong winds, hail, and thunderstorms are predicted throughout the Midwest. A source has now been identified in a multi-state E. coli outbreak. WSB reporter Sabrina Cupid. It appears ground beef is the source of the outbreak based on preliminary interviews, according to the CDC here in Atlanta. People who have gotten sick reported eating the ground beef at home and in restaurants. The CDC is still trying to track down the producer of the meat. At this time, the agency is not recommending that consumers avoid eating ground beef, but instead make sure it is cooked thoroughly. Over 100 people have gotten sick, with 17 people admitted to the hospital. So far, no deaths have been reported. You're listening to USA Radio News. The best sleep of my life has been since I got a MyPillow and since I got my Giza Dream sheets. I have to tell you, I've slept in some great hotels in my time, but nothing like these Giza Dreams sheets. Now go to MyPillow.com, click on the Giza Dreams sheets special, you'll find out all about them, and use my promo code USA to get 30% off and free shipping. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the Giza Dreams sheets special, use my promo code USA. A popular home goods retailer is announcing some closings and some openings as well. USA Radio Network's Chris Barnes has details. Bed Bath & Beyond saying that it's going to close at least 40 of its stores while planning to open 15 new locations. The company says it's in fine financial shape but wants to close stores where they can't negotiate better lease terms. Bed Bath & Beyond closed 21 stores and opened three during the fourth quarter of last year. The company has more than 1,500 stores nationwide, including not only Bed Bath & Beyond but World Market, Harm & Face Values, Bye Bye Baby, and Christmas Tree Shops. For USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. Defense officials are calling for the creation of a U.S. Space Force. John Clemens reports. In testimony before the Senate Armed Services Committee, Acting Defense Secretary Patrick Shanahan asked for the funding of a Space Force in the fiscal year 2020 National Defense Authorization Act. He testified about the threat to America. Both China and Russia have weaponized space with the intent to hold American capabilities at risk. Every member of this committee has access to the classified threat picture, but the bottom line is the next major conflict may be won or lost in space. I'm John Clemens. 
Take us with you on your mobile device and listen anytime at usaradio.com. For USA Radio News, I'm Wendy King. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. The second nine, the finishing holes, the closing stretch. It starts now. Here's the back nine, our number two of Real Golf Radio. With the steady stripe it down the middle, make every putt because it's in your blood, Bob Casper, and that better lucky than good handled dragon flipper, Brian Taylor. Here's Brian and Bob. Hey, welcome in. Hour number two, the back nine of Real Golf Radio, live from Augusta in the 83rd playing of the Masters Tournament. Pleased to be alongside the son of 1970 Masters champion, Billy Casper, Bob Casper, as we've been here uh, for 20 years, uh, which is pretty remarkable, uh, doing the show from inside the press building for the last 14 years. Certainly one of the great privileges that I've had in my life to be a part of this um, you know this Masters tournament, and mostly through, of course, uh, you know Billy Casper and Bob Casper, uh, and my association with that, that family. But I'll tell you what, it is such a treat to come out here. And you know the the thing about it is, I tell people every time they ask, I, how how good is it? It lives up to the expectations, regardless of how high the expectations are set for you. Unlike some blockbuster movies or some other destinations. The Masters always exceed you, your expectations. And, and my wife, Gina, has heard about this for mm-hmm. years, yep. uh, 20 years since I've been coming here. She finally yep. came this year, and I've taken Masters gear back for her before, a Masters purse, which she likes, by the way. It's a yes. Dooney and Burke. It's a yep. nice. Yep. But And other little things. She's like, that's oh, nice. She is. Com- she was here for two days and is completely smitten with this place. <laughs> and this is someone who just really doesn't watch a lot of golf. Right. She's experienced it through me over the years, but not a whole lot. And so I use her as an example, but even more so, if you are a fan of the game and you have an opportunity to come, you got to come. I, I mean, just to experience it is so special, and this weekend is shaping up to be one of the more, most special that I can remember in quite some time. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. That perfect storm is all going to con- collide over the next 36 holes, and we're going to have a great Masters champion. And there's a pretty good chance that we might have a first-time winner of the Masters this year this year not a first-time major winner Mm. but a first-time winner of the masters also maybe have a five-time winner of the masters and that is a very strong possibility or another four-time winner of the masters yes phil mickelson's uh, right there as well and you know we talk about the excitement of 86 with jack being 46 phil's 48 tigers 43 they're right you know sort of sandwiching between what jack did there and we'll you know we'll we'll see as it all plays out but there's some young guys that are some of the hottest players on tour right now that are all engaged in this tournament and as scott michaud said in hour number one 
this is what we've been wanting for. This is what we've been hoping for. And we're, it looks like we're going to finally get that this weekend. And it just seemed like the excitement was building, and that was going to happen this week. It's going to be exciting. Yeah. Stay tuned. We'll get into it all next and set the scene for this weekend in golf right here at the Masters. The 83rd playing. Stay tuned. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Callaway isn't just pushing the boundaries of driver technology. They're pushing ball speed further than humanly possible. The new Epic Flash Driver with Flash Face technology features Callaway's first ever driver face engineered with artificial intelligence. By harnessing this power, Callaway was able to create, test, and refine over 15,000 different faces to find the absolute fastest one. The way speed is created has been completely transformed. Learn more at CallawayGolf.com slash AI. The new Chrome Soft is better from tee to green. To maximize control, you need a ball with a soft, thin cover. Chrome Soft has a tour urethane cover, which feels incredible. Under the cover is the mantle. The guys in R&D at Callaway have tuned this layer to produce a more penetrating ball flight from 50 to 125 yards. Distance control in the scoring zone is everything. More control means more birdies. And I like birdies. This is the dual soft fast core. So what does it do? It produces ultra low spin off the driver for incredibly fast ball speed yet the core is still soft enough for you to compress the ball off the long irons. It's extremely soft and extremely fast. That's the secret behind Chrome Soft. The new Chrome Soft from Callaway. It's the ball that changed the ball. We just changed the putter. Now you need to change yours. A multi-material shaft enabled a radical shift in weight distribution, resulting in a putter designed to improve your actual stroke. Because a better stroke helps make more putts. This is a stroke of genius. Stroke Lab from Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. At the first tee. We believe a good grip can be the foundation for success both on and off the golf course. We don't just teach golf, we teach life skills. And help drive young people to be the next generation of great mentors. To learn more, visit thefirstd.org. Big Bertha. It's an iconic name, some of the longest and straightest clubs in all of golf. Well now, the legend just got even easier to hit. The new Big Bertha irons from Callaway are powered by a suspended energy core, a totally new construction to deliver easy launch, long, consistent distance with incredible sound and feel. This is by far Callaway's easiest to launch distance iron ever. Get big time distance now. Experience Big Bertha irons today at your local golf shop or at CallawayGolf.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. Everything that goes on this week, um, how big it is, the distraction of wanting to win the you know this tournament so bad. It's sometimes it's almost a blessing in disguise with regards to it just brings down the expectation of going out there and and trying too hard and yesterday 
was was great to be able to get through that. And I'm hoping that I can take the same attitude, even though I feel pretty healthy now, um, into the next two days and, and play well. That was Jason Day. He's won a five tied for the lead at the halfway point of the 83rd Masters Tournament. Welcome back to the press building at the Augusta National Golf Club. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you right here on Real Golf Radio. Francesco Molinari, Jason Day, Brooks Kepka, Adam Scott, and Louis Oosthuizen all tied for the lead at seven under par. Jason Day, by the way, going 70-67, equaling the exact rounds of Francesco Molinari, and they will be playing together in the final group today. Brooks Kepka 66 to tie for the lead in that opening round with, with uh, Bryson DeChambeau with their 66s. And then he came back with 71 yesterday to uh, also be at 7 under par. Adam Scott, 69-68, and Louis 71-66. So uh, there are still a couple of players. Justin Harding, who is playing in his first Masters, he's yep. from South Africa, he shot 69-69, and Adam Scott, who shot 69-68, playing in his 18th Masters, those two both uh, have shot two rounds in the 60s. Both have the opportunity to become the first players in Masters history to shoot all four rounds in the 60s. That's never been done before. Yeah, it has never been done before. The other interesting thing, a couple of interesting things, uh, 61 pros and four amateurs made the cut this week. Um, that's That tie, well, it's one short of the the total record for amateurs making the cut. Five Five is the most that have ever made the cut. But it is the most that have ever made the cut total in total number of players at 65 for the week uh, in the Masters. Also, number one in the world, Justin Rose, missed the cut. Shocking. He uh, he missed a short putt on the final hole that would have allowed him to, to stay but, uh, but made bogey. Paul Casey shot 81 in the first mm. round and missed the cut. And One of Sergio, the guys we're looking at. And Sergio Garcia missed the cut, former Masters champion 2017. So um, shocking that, that Rose would miss the cut. And Sergio me. was in form, you know, coming yep. into this week. So, you know, those are some guys you talked about for sure yep. that were going to be there. 35 players under par, and I guess that's what even is more surprising about those players missing the cut is uh, it's the most uh, players under par in the last uh, – what, what was the stat that I wrote down here? Now I can't even remember. There's so many stats running through my head. But <laughs> 35 under par is um, – uh, only one other time since 1995 have this many players been under par, and that was in 2011. That's the stat. Wow. So 35 players under 2011 the last time, and I believe that was Trevor Immelman who won that year. But, uh, again, important uh, day today. you got to get in that final group looking at history. Winners need to be in the top four unless they want to rely on some sort of a gift, as, it, as like uh, Danny Willett back in 2005 yes. when Jordan Spieth, or 2015 rather, when Jordan Spieth handed that to him. And, and again, he was tied for fifth at, at uh, the halfway point. So okay. it's not like you can be really far down. No. But the the T5 there with Danny Willett skews the average to about third yes. when really it's you got to be top 4, probably top 1 First or 2. First or second. Yeah. For for the longest time it was you had to be in that final group and then there were a couple that came ahead of them and and, right. and anyway, but to, suffice it to say you don't want to leave yourself to chance. You know, and and the interesting thing about that whole whole thing is um there's a lot of guys in the mix that that are playing well right now. Um, a lot of guys, you know, you look at Dustin Johnson, you look at Tiger Woods, are only one shot back. If they were to remain at one shot back going into the final round, um, then you're you're going to have a wild Sunday. Mm. Um, and 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 there's a lot of guys bunched up there. And you know, 
less than less than four shots back. And because of that, um, and the amount of players that are there, um, this could be a, a year that skews that a little bit more as well. But uh, but you look at the quality in the first at seven under and six under par, and those guys that are there, and the guys that have won majors, um, there's no flukes there. Um, the only one that we can say is the outlier right now is Justin Harding, mm-hmm. but uh, the rest of them are all proven winners and guys that have won majors. Look, Justin Harding's playing in his first Masters, and first-time Masters uh, participants just don't win the right. Masters. It's right. been since 1979, 30 years ago. All right, was that 40 yep. years ago? Yeah, 79. 40 years. 40 ago. years ago. That uh, Fuzzy Zeller won in his first. In attempt. his first try. So right. 40 years. We're talking about a long time since we've seen that happen. I don't necessarily think that's going to play out this weekend with the quality of players who are all stacked there at the top. Uh, I will say this though: Xander Shoffley is not getting much of a mention. He is. He's not. playing in his second Masters tournament, tied for 50th last year. So nothing too spectacular, but he has the round of the tournament so far with a second round 65 after opening with 73. That's how you get yourself right back in the Masters. Shoot a 60 five in the second round one better than the rest of the field or the next best score and uh, he's tied for sixth uh, going in so look tiger woods um xander shoffley dustin johnson those three are solid players in fact you could make a case that they're as solid as uh, as as those top five yeah no doubt and uh, the other thing i was going to say about xander shoffley he started his day with a bogey on the first hole and then came back with uh, eight birdies over the next 17 holes to get to get in at 65 but yes again uh those guys that are right back there right behind them are um definitely guys that uh, are every bit as good of players every had a, had a lot of success xander has played extremely good golf over the last little while and uh and and won convincingly um with some great scores but uh it's yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be tight. Bob, what do you see happening? I mean, look, forget forget all the stuff that we're talking about and who's won majors and what. When you look at that, what what's what do you see happening today? Um, I think the guy that I think the guy that's gonna probably take a step up uh, is is somebody that's gonna that's gonna have a complete game today. He's gonna he's gonna make some putts. And he's going to be able to get himself a little further down the road. The other thing that I found was interesting is six under par was leading after the first round, seven under par leading after the second round. So when a and guy the second like, round played a little easier. Yeah, and then when a guy like Brooks Kepka or Bryson DeChambeau or uh, Phil Mickelson or Dustin Johnson, when when those guys get firing on all cylinders, there's no reason they shouldn't be at nine or ten under par. Uh, especially with the condition of the course, so um, this is gonna this is moving day. Today you have to make a move. Today you have to stay in touch with the guys that are leading the golf tournament. Uh, you can't let them get too far away because if do you do, one it's better. Be I think tough. you got to catch them. Well, yeah, I think you've yeah. got to be there. You, yeah, you've got to be there at the end. Of, and and uh, again, history shows that if you are tied for the lead or leading after the third round, you got a high percentage chance of winning yes. a green jacket. Let me, Tony Fino, in our interview that we yes. played last hour, he said he sees he's got a 65 in him this weekend. He just really feels like that's in him with yep. his game and the way the golf course is playing. Uh, Justin Thomas is right there with Tony at three under. He Gary shot four Woodland under is yesterday. Three under. Yep. Ricky Fowler's at three under. So Bryson DeChambeau, who was a, tied for the lead after the first round. At three under. So when you've got those kinds of players there, Phil's at four, Rom's at five, 
I mean, Poulter's at five. We got a lot of guys in there. With all of that said, do you, you see somebody shooting a low number today? Yeah, I think you, we're going to see like we saw in the U.S. Open last year where somebody gets out early and they shoot a 66 or a 65 or something like that, maybe a 64, and they're going to get themselves right back up into the mix. And a guy that a guy that – uh, didn't that played really bad in the first round, shot three over par, and then comes back with 68 in the second round, won Jordan Spieth. Mm. He's a guy that shot 64 last year in the final round to get into the mix um, and bogey the last hole, to sh- or he would have shot 63 and really put the pressure on Patrick Reed. You know what? He's a guy that could go out early today. He's at one under par, shoot a 66 or a 65, and get himself right back into the mix for another great round on Sunday. So don't count those guys out that are at one under par that have won here before. Mm. I like what you're saying there. I mean, Jordan Spieth at one under, if he does go out and shoot seven under par today, it puts him at eight. Uh, I, I'm not so sure at the end of the day if it's double digits. It might be. It I could mean, be. Ten. Might, I don't see it getting much more than ten. So if, you, yeah. if Jordan shoots a 65, he puts yep. himself within probably three yep. shots of the lead. Yep. Yeah, interesting. All right, stay tuned. Caddy joins us next here live from the 83rd Masters. This is Real Golf Radio. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right. Call because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. 
So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. Yeah, I love the opportunity heading into the weekend to have a chance here at the Masters. And um, I probably, I didn't play my best today, but I kept around in it to where I have a good chance on the weekend. And, and I'm looking forward to, to coming back out here and, and shooting a low one tomorrow. I've been playing well. I played well last week. And if I... Um, can hit some more more good tee shots and put myself in playoff tee. I'm, I'm going to make some birdies. All right, welcome back. Uh, that was Phil Mickelson. And, uh, by the way, Phil, of course, using an Odyssey putter. And, oh, yeah, by the way, there are more Odyssey putters in play this year at Augusta than any other putter brand. Check out odysseygolf.com, the number one putter in golf. And we thank you for joining us uh, right here as we're broadcasting live from the Masters, Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Of course, uh, Bob's dad, Billy Casper, won the 1970 Masters Tournament, and it was a year after he just lost uh, in 1969 to his good friend George Archer. Uh, but, uh, you know, he was able to, to come back and win in a playoff over his other good friend, Gene Littler. Yeah, 1969, he had a, I think he had two or three shot lead going to the final round and, and wasn't able to hold on to that, missed a putt on the final hole. That uh, would have put him in the in the playoff. But then, uh, but then, as you said, came back and um, tied Gene Littler, and then that was the last 18th hole, 18 hole playoff that uh, they had in Masters history. And my dad ended up winning that that against Gene Littler. And I also noticed your so your dad won the last 18 hole playoff. He also yes. was the first Golf Writers Award recipient back in 1971. Cool. It's right inside there. There's a little plaque on the on the wall inside the. Bartlett Lounge here I'll, in the press I'll building. I'll need to take a picture of that. He should. Send that to my mom. And he's right on the top of the list, Billy yep. Casper. Yep. So, uh, for outstanding achievement in the game of golf. There we go. I think it's in and out of the game of golf. So, yeah, very uh, very well deserved for sure. So, yeah, this is an exciting one shaping up here this weekend. I mean, if you have plans, you should cancel them and make sure you're uh, right firmly in front of the TV and your computer, which, by the way, you're going to be able to see the coverage on uh, CBS, as you would expect. But I'll tell you what the exciting thing is, is what Masters.com and their apps have done this year that allow you to follow every shot from every player in the field it's really phenomenal you can see where they go each through a 3d um you know of, of shot by shot but then you click on it and it also give you the the highlight it'll the show you the actual video of the, him, yep. the player making the shot absolutely so you can almost sit down and rip through highlights and watch a player's round in 30 minutes i'll bet yeah especially if you've got somebody that lives close to you or whatever one of your favorite players or if you want to watch every one of their shots um and how they played the golf course over the last two days or this particular day, um, this this Saturday, you can watch that right on Masters.com or you can watch it on any of your web-enabled devices. Yeah, which is super cool. And then, you know, you can also, of course, get the, uh, the featured groups and the Amen Corner and all that kind of yep. coverage as well on all those uh, multimedia devices. All right, right now we go out to America's Favorite Caddy. 
There are bag rats. And then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. You know, there's some things that caddies like, and one of them is eating. And uh, the caddy certainly has uh, his share of experiences <laughs> eating the sandwiches uh, provided here at Augusta National. Caddy, good morning. Good morning. Um, I, I'm a little disappointed in this uh, every shot, every shot feature that they've implemented. It's a little, it's coming up a little short for me. Really? Oh, really? And how's that? Well, I, I'm not hearing the caddy discussion before the shot. I'm just, I mean, <laughs> come on. <laughs> you know, always looking out for your own. I see what you're doing. Yeah, I and and plus they're not they're not leaving it on after the shot to hear what Jordan Spieth saying to Michael while the shot's in the air. So that's a little disappointing too. You almost don't need commentary when Jordan's playing because he gives it to you. He he does it for you, right? You you, you know, well, you need to know just by listening to him after the shot. That's true. You know, I don't know what I don't know how CBS does it. It's just another lousy leaderboard up there, isn't it? <laughs> Boy, could they be excited? Can you say ratings, anybody? Wow, this is uh, this is looking good. I want to know what your thoughts are. What have you? What, what's your take on what you've seen over the first thirty-six holes? You have major champions, five of them, all atop the uh, tied for the lead going into the weekend. Well, I know one thing. There's the security guard who's on his way to Siberia right now. <laughs> Safe, sliding into that Tiger. Was pretty scary. Yeah. Was it really though? Well, I, you know, did ho- hopefully Tiger played it out a little bit more than it was really. <laughs> yeah. He gave it a good little. Well, you know, when you got little, that was MLS style right there. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, he he, he didn't get a yellow card for for acting it out, but it was it was borderline. So, you know. <laughs> You know, Tiger said basically when he got done with his round, oh, he was fine, no harm, no foul. Um, situations like that happen sometimes. Accidents happen. Yep. That's right. But anyway, uh, no, hey, look, uh, the golf course was very forgiving. They had the pins set pretty brutal, especially the first day, and still still got a lot of good scores out of it because of our, our good old soft conditions. Um, and the greens were a little sluggish. So, yeah, a lot of fireworks. Of course, um, but wow! I mean, uh, I, I I kind of enjoyed watching Brooks Kepka um, play really well, and you know his little comeback and all that. He's he's pretty amazing. I mean, it it'll be real interesting to see how many you know does he win more and more majors. Um, he's Curtis Strange had a great line by the way about Kepka. He said he said he doesn't know how lucky he is that everybody leaves him alone. That was a that was an interesting point. That is a great that is a great point. Um, and he almost he almost kind of uses that as fuel for his fire, that he's not getting the respect he he deserves, especially after you know having won uh, three major championships over the last two years. Um, so you know he used that he uses that as fuel. So yeah, what Curtis said was 
I awesome. W- I want to know, both of you, how many majors will he have to win before people start picking him as the favorite going into the next major? I, I don't know if they ever will. I just think it is what it is with Brooks. And, you know, maybe it, you probably got to get up to five or six of them before they start even knowing he's in the field. Wow. But, yeah, but hey, I mean, Brooks can go out and uh, Brooks can probably go out and eat dinner and not get bothered, so good for him. So five wins and three of those are majors, and you got to win five or six. Thinking, thinking you got to win five or six to start getting the credit that's that's owed you. <laughs> that's pretty crazy. You know, to, pretty much, a lot yeah. of people win a, one major in a year, and they've made their they've they've got a career, a phenomenal career. This guy has won three majors in probably the last eighteen months, twenty months. Yeah, I guess we're calling him. Uh... You know, it's either Rodney Kepka or Brooks Dangerfield or something like that. <laughs> Brooks, I like Brooks Dangerfield. I love it. That's a good name, right? Brooks Dangerfield. That's good. Brooks like Dangerfield. It. That's perfect. I, like I get no respect. Hey, yeah. you guys are a little bit older than me, so let me, you mentioned Curtis Strange. That's probably a good example, right? I mean, Curtis is the last back-to-back U.S. Open winner. Uh, a guy like Andy North only won two tour events. Both of them were U.S. Opens. Uh, what was what was Curtis's uh, what was Curtis's expectations when he went to majors as being back-to-back U.S. Open champ? I mean, was he picked? I mean, he was right in the era of some of the greats, you know, that were you know probably picked more often than he was. Mm, Curtis was. Curtis kind of was the man. He was he was the number one guy. He was pretty pretty much considered the favorite um, back in the early '90s. It was right after Seve um, kind of took over that number one spot for Seve, and Faldo was in there too at the same time. So uh, Nick Price, yeah, Greg Norman, Price, but, but but yeah, it, Curtis was right before Nick Price became the number one guy. Um, yeah. So he was. I mean, he was. He was the top dog. There's no doubt about it. More. More so than Captain yeah. yeah, and, 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 and speaking of Curtis, you know, he's a guy that had an opportunity to win. You. Th- you think about how far is too far back. You know, Curtis shot 80 in the first round of the Masters one year when he had a chance to win. Came back with 64 in the second round, and was leading the golf tournament going to the back nine until he hit it, the ball in the water on 13 and again on 15. And ended up losing the golf tournament, but uh, but yeah, um, what do you think? How far is too far back for for any of these guys? You know, or is Jordan or Justin Thomas or whatever? Are they going to make be able to make a run and get back into this thing? Well, we know statistically you can't be that far back, or historically you can't be too far back. Um, what was Jack on Sunday when when he won that Masters? Was he five back starting that day? I don't remember. Something like that. He shot, what, 65 in the final round? 65 with a bogey on 12, yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the the stats bear out. You know, that one stat that you have to be under par the first day or you can't win. Well, let's say you shot 67 the first day and 73 the second day. What's the difference between shooting 73 and 67? To me, that's the same thing. So... I think that's yeah. more of a coincidence than a statistic to pay attention to. Um, so I'd say, you know, even today, someone it's, – it's more of a matter of how many guys are between you and the lead. That's the bigger deal because it's, it's the number of guys you have to pass that matters. And, 
it's tough in this tournament. You just don't seem to pass more than ten guys, do you? I mean, that seems to be about the limit. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's definitely uh, it's definitely pretty stacked up. It's stacked up big time. Yep. So. But that's just. That's well, just look, Nicholas opened with 74 in 1986 and came back with that 65 in the final round and won by a shot. So, yeah, yep. there you go. Yeah, I, I think I think even if you're forgetting all those guys between you and the lead and this and that, I mean, there's no reason someone can't shoot 10 under on the weekend, right? Why not? It can happen. So, if they shoot 10 under on the weekend, it's one of the leaders. They're gonna they're gonna crush the. The all-time scoring record of Jordan Spieth and Tiger Woods at 15 under par. And don't forget when 97 Tiger opened with a 70. Yep. And uh, went on to win, you know, by 12 shots. So I don't. He's opened with 73 times that he's won too. (laughs) Well, I'm thinking, you know, 10 under being someone who's maybe one or two under right now and wins the tournament, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Why not? Yep. Why not? Yep. I mean, there's no reason you couldn't do that. So it just never happens. All right, Caddy. Well, uh, the bigger question is: is uh, what do you recommend for Saturday sandwich and Sunday sandwich? What's what's your pick? <laughs> well, you know the Caddy is kind of plain and boring when it comes to culinary decisions, and uh, classic I'm chicken. I'm always going to go for that chicken sandwich. It's good when it's cold. <laughs> It can, you know, you can you can open up the bag at Harbor Town on Thursday afternoon and say, "Whoa, I still have a chicken sandwich down there." Oh my gosh! <laughs> Come on, still good to go, even four or five days later, in that hermetically sealed packaging that they have. That's kind of green looking. So, oh, you know, maybe it's okay. good to go because that's all I need to know. I'm going to go with egg salad. <laughs> anyway, no, you can't do it with the egg salad. Oh. Yeah. No, no, you can't. No, egg you salad, not five days later, no. <laughs> That's what no, I'm no, no, no. But if it's no. good five days later, I'm going with the fresh one right for this weekend. Oh, yeah. That's but funny. The club, the club <laughs> All right, we got to run, Caddy. Uh, now you got me going. That's a good one, Thank too. Thank you, gentlemen. Okay. Yep. All right, thanks, Caddy. Enjoy the Masters. That's the Caddy. <laughs> <laughs> Pull it out of the, you know the worst thing at, the at Harbor Town on Thursday. Because you know he's eating it. Because <laughs> he's done it. <laughs> All right, we've got to take a break. We'll come back. Jeff Babineau is kind enough to join us on this side of the press building. Uh, we'll talk with Jeff. Uh, coming up next right here, live from the Masters, this is Real Golf Radio. So you've thought about LASIK surgery, but you're hesitant. I get it. It's your eyes, and while it's a hassle to deal with contacts and glasses, the thought of a laser in your eye sounds painful and scary. Well, let me tell you, I had the same feelings until I went to Hoops Vision for my free evaluation. I was super impressed with the time they spent, and they put all my concerns to rest. I left excited and confident knowing that I was in the best hands with the latest technology. The day of the surgery was easy. No pain, comfortable massage chairs, and warm chocolate chip cookies to help me relax. And then the miracle. Within a few minutes, I could see. It's an amazing feeling, and now I can see where my golf ball goes, and I enjoy wearing sunglasses and not dealing with contacts that dry up out in the sun and the wind. It's why major champions like Mike Weir chose Hoops Vision. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with new techniques such as smile and camera, there are more options than ever before. Visit HoopsVision.com today and schedule your free consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio, and you could save $1,000 off your procedure. 
More choices, more experience, better vision at Hoops Vision. And here's Ricky on 12. What a comeback it's been for him today. Pin placement is a little tricky. We're seeing something. Uh, something is getting closer. Holy. What the? <clears throat> and that'll cost him. It can be dangerous to drive while distracted. Yet at any daytime moment, almost 660,000 drivers across the country are using electronic devices while they drive. Join me and commit to always driving distraction-free. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. The new OGO Alpha Convoy golf bags set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shano Fuse 304 stand bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now, or check it out at OGO.com. You can tell a lot about a golfer by the way he sets his hands on the club. Is he squeezing the life out of it, or is it like he's cradling a newborn baby? Holding a light so he can feel the club head eliminates tension, increases swing speed, and improves accuracy. These are the things our grips promote. Because the secret to golf isn't how you put your hands on the club, it's the way you put your hands on a wind grip. Win, play your best golf. Callaway isn't just pushing the boundaries of driver technology, they're pushing ball speed further than humanly possible. The new Epic Flash Driver with Flash Face technology features Callaway's first ever driver face engineered with artificial intelligence. By harnessing this power, Callaway was able to create, test, and refine over 15,000 different faces to find the absolute fastest one. The way speed is created has been completely transformed. Learn more at CallawayGolf.com AI. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. Well, the last three major championships have been right there. So it's three in a row. I've been right there in the mix. Um, I had the lead at the British Open at one point in the back nine on Sunday and um, had a shot at it against uh, Brooksy at the PGA, and all of a sudden here I am at the Masters. Tiger Woods reminding you that he has been in contention before in major championships and recently in major championships. Welcome back to Real Golf Radio, live from the Masters here. The 83rd playing at Augusta National inside the press building. Pleased to be alongside Bob Casper, son of 1970 Masters champion Billy Casper, and uh, also joined by our good friend Jeff Babineau, who is uh, kind enough to spend some time with us and doing some great stuff with Morning uh, Reed and some of the others uh, that he is um, uh, working on. Jeff, good morning. Good morning. Uh, my dad was a second-flight champion in the <laughs> Dennis Pines uh, Club Championship back in about '78, I think. Did you feel like I slided you by? Uh, uh, you did, yeah. Any, I mean, you know, yeah, Masters champion. I got to throw that right cool, ahead of you. Yeah. Pretty cool introduction <laughs> yeah. to have your dad as a Masters champion. Yeah, it's not bad, right? Uh, Francesco Molinari, Jason Day in the final group today. They go off at 2:45. Brooks Kepka, Adam Scott will be playing ahead of them. Louis Ustazen and Dustin Johnson in the group just in front of them. Justin Harding's a first-timer from South Africa. He's playing alongside Xander Schauffele, and they will be. 
be trying to navigate that group behind him, which includes Tiger Woods and Ian Poulter. And then John Rahm and Patton Gazire are going to deal with the other side of the melee that surrounds Tiger Woods whenever he plays. Uh, Jeff, this is uh, quite the leaderboard. You know, we always have talked about how cool it would be if Tiger and Phil in their prime, if you will, played against the young players that are in form in their prime today. And, well, while we thought it'd be Rory McIlroy, it's not, but certainly plenty of others right there. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of class on top of that leaderboard. You have five major winners sharing the lead. You have Dustin Johnson, who no one's even mentioned this week, you know, number two player in the world, sitting right there. And, of course, you have a 14-time major champion in the mix. So it's kind of the dream scenario, right? We want these young guys playing well, although I, I think this board kind of leans a little bit more to experience. But I, I think you might see a John Rahm or a uh, – Maybe a Justin Thomas kind of popped their head in there too today. So we'll you know, some 20 something's going. You know, it was kind of interesting yesterday. John Rahm is is kind of the guy that was kind of out in front uh, in that pairing with Tiger Woods, and uh, and as Tiger started as as he made the putt on nine, and then uh, he makes the birdie at eleven, and then he makes the birdie at fifteen. It it almost switched a little bit, and John Rahm looked like, oh. He's getting out ahead of me. I got to stay close, and he really put him, himself some pressure on himself and started yeah. hitting some Aaron shots coming down the stretch. Yeah, I mean the whole deal here is, I mean, look, look, Brooks Koepka doubled the second hole early yeah. yesterday, but he recovered from it, right? He birdies the next one. That's that's kind of the seasoning, right? So we're kind of waiting to see a little bit more of that in a John Rom. I think you saw that yesterday with Bryson DeChambeau, who played so well on Thursday and kind of let his emotions go a little yesterday. You, you got to try as much as you can to stay a little level around here. You just kind of kind of hang around because you know you always have 13 and 15 in that closing stretch where you can make up ground, but you have to have the mental toughness to to hang around and get there. I think we look at putting a lot around here. You know, certainly the the guys there at the top. I don't think there's anybody that you'd say is quote unquote short. I mean, everyone hits the ball adequately around here, and certainly it's it's playing longer because of the moisture in the golf course. But uh, you look at putting, and Francesco Molinari and Justin Harden tied for the Harding tied for the lead with uh, 53 putts over 36 holes. Dustin Johnson just won more, 54 putts. You know, we often say, can Dustin putt well enough? to win a major championship he did at oakmont which might be one of the toughest putting courses that there is mm-hmm. now he's putting well again this week in you know 68 70 he's just a shot back not a lot of discussion around dj as you said no not really he drives it so well he's going to be a factor everywhere i mean it reminds me back in the day when i would go to majors and follow sergio around and say the way this guy drives mm-hmm. it at a u.s open things like that he just ought to be in the hunt more obviously the putter held him back so I mean, Dustin Johnson has putted well enough to win 20 times out here and, and become a lifetime member. And uh, I think, he, as you say, it's kind of quieter on here because it's a place where his record hasn't been the greatest. We haven't seen a lot of Dustin in the, in the hunt on Sunday. And I think you're going to see it this week, and it'll be interesting. And and one of the things that we had talked about as far as putting is concerned is the speed of the greens. The greens seem to be a little bit less fiery. Uh, for this Masters because of all the moisture and that kind of thing, so to speak. And I think that really helps a guy like Dustin Johnson where a Tiger Woods is a guy that's come up a a little bit short on some of his putts. He's a guy that likes them as fast as as you can get them. Right. I mean, he's got the experience here and and knows what these uh, greens are like when there is fire in them. But, yeah, as you said, Rory mentioned that out there the first day. It's a quote you never hear here. I was surprised by... The, how slow the greens were, yeah. you know, which is certainly a relative term. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're still putting downhill in a bathtub, but uh, <laughs> it, it, it does make a difference. And, you know, I'll tell you a guy who's putting pretty well is Molinari, 
and he's never putted as well as this in the past year with his monster year, and it, it makes such difference here. I mean, he's yeah. he's really been a great iron guy, but uh, you know when you, when you can take some pressure off your off your putt, you know, off the iron play that you don't have to worry right. about scrambling so much and and making every ten footer you look at. I mean, you see the difference this week. There he is on top of the board. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it's, look, Molinari's quiet. Um, certainly, uh, uh, Kepka's quiet. Adam Scott's pretty quiet. You know, Ustazen's pretty quiet, actually, as you go down the list. So it, it, those guys are going to yeah. kind of sneak. I don't know. I, I just wonder how, who's quietly going to well, go about doing their thing while everyone's uh, wrapped up in Tiger Mania. The question is, how long does Brooks Kepka stay quiet? I <laughs> yes. mean, that, that's, I think, our fault more than his. I right? mean, he certainly, yeah. uh, he certainly got his hand up, and he's shouting like, hey, uh, three majors in my last six major starts. That's pretty good. So, you know, maybe if he wins a Grand Slam this year, we'll start to talk about him a little more. Maybe, right? but it is amazing. He's a guy. I, I'll be honest. I came in here and, and it just—you want to just slap yourself in the forehead. He wasn't a guy I really had a, a big eye on. I thought Justin Rose was going to have a big week. He yeah, the and he misses the cut. And Rory, you know, I, I knew it's going to be tough for him with the expectations. But Kepka, he knows how to play these things. He's convinced he's tougher than most of these guys, and he's proving he is. How about uh, Molinari? Could be the first Masters caddy to also Did you see slip that? on a green jacket. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty that's remarkable. Pretty cool. He said he had a rough go when he was a caddy here. He, uh, he, he His brother was hitting it sideways, so he didn't see a lot of the course. <laughs> he didn't learn a lot. Or he saw more of the course yeah, than he yeah, wanted. He, saw, he, saw, he met a lot of patrons, I think, that week. Uh, that's a pretty cool story. You, know, you think of the, the traditions here. You think of Hogan and Nelson coming out of the caddy yard, but they never wore the white coveralls here. Yeah. So I think that would be a really cool story. I, I was writing that yesterday for... You know, a guy coming here the first time and, and thinking how far away he was being on top of that leaderboard. That's really cool. Yeah, and his brother excelled in the amateur game and, and got on tour and has won a few times on tour also. But here he is now, especially in the last 10, 11 months. You know, he wins on the PGA Tour. Then he wins his first major at, at the British Open. And then he wins a couple more times after that, including yeah. this year at Bay Hill. Wins the BMW PGA, 5-0 yep. in the Ryder Cup, winning point. I mean, you know, pretty dream year. He's 36. And you wonder, could he have done this at 26? I don't know. But he's he was really focused on – he knew he had to get longer. He talked about playing one day. I think he played with uh, Rory and DJ one day and just saw – they were playing a different game, and he wasn't going to compete with that. So he worked on his swing. He's tried to get a little longer. He's worked on the chipping, the putting. It's all come together. And it just, if you improve yourself fractionally out here, it makes a big deal. And that guy's on quite a wave. Yep. Yeah, we've seen a lot of first-timers. Jeff Babineau joining us here inside the press building at the Masters. We've seen a lot of first-timers. Uh, we'll pick up their first major here as well in the last few years at Augusta. What, what's your thoughts on that? I mean, some of these guys that are that are chasing that down, you know, you look at uh, a guy like Justin Harding. I don't think he's going to get much attention, but he yeah. certainly could do something that hasn't been done in 40 years. Xander Shoffley, Ian Poulter, John Rahm, Patton Kazire, Kuchar. I mean, those guys are all sitting right there. Yeah, I mean, they are. Cooch is an interesting guy. I mean, especially if he plays tough today. I think the tougher it plays, it helps him. Uh, if it becomes a, a deal where guys are kind of taking off, making some birdies, right. it's a little harder to stay. But if it's tough, uh, the way he hits it and he's steady, he's been in the hunt here before. So uh, he, he's been there. He knows what that, what that is like. And that would be a big deal to him. You know, he used to come here and play this place when he was at Georgia Tech. And he had such a great amateur run here. And, uh 
yeah, it'd be kind of cool to see him in the mix. But but there's a lot of seasoning on top of that board, and there's a lot of major winners yeah. up on that board. So a first-timer this week, I think Fuzzy's streak might be pretty safe. <laughs> well, it, it, it's it's going to be a first-time do you think it'll be a first-time Masters champion, or do you think one of the guys, one of the guys like Tiger is going to come? Well, back I got Tiger and Scott right there, uh, huh? yeah, and Mickelson. I haven't looked at that, and I, I don't know. That's a good one. I mean, we have had Willett and Reed, and you know, we've had some first-time major guys here. Uh, who knows? I mean, on this, it's going to as Adam Speed Scott said yesterday, first. It's knife's edge, right? It's yeah. Yeah. knife's edge. So, if you look at that and how close it's going to be, and all the class that's on this board. It might take that little bit of experience to get you over the top. So maybe we see someone who, who already has a jacket hanging somewhere in that clubhouse. Yeah, yeah, get, yeah add another one to it. You know, Tony Fino, we talked with him, and, of course, he got a lot of attention last year for the ankle. But there he sits at three under par, and he said, you know, I've got a – he goes, I feel, honestly feel like i got a 65 in me this weekend. Mm. So, you know, you look at if, if, if a Tony's able to go fire something with his firepower, and then you go down a little further at the ones, and there's there's Spieth and, and defending yeah. champion Patrick Reed, and you say, God, you know, uh, I don't know, Jordan opened up with 75, but as I, I just pointed out, Jack opened with 74 and 86 and came back and won. Yeah. Uh, Jordan dropped a little 64 last year in the final round. Yeah. Which easily could have been a 62. So, right, you know, yeah, no, he, he's he's kind of been real surprising me the way he played on Thursday. I just, yeah. he, you know, I I thought he would come here. It's it's kind of weird, but it, it's such a magical place. You almost feel like some guys can come here and flip a switch. You always felt that way with Phil. Didn't matter Phil's form when he got here and drove down Magnolia Lane. He was going to flip a switch and and be okay. And I thought that was speed. So Thursday's round was shocking to me. And yesterday he shot 68 and probably should have been better. So I think he could play his way back up there, but but I think he's going to really uh, regret not not making a couple of those yesterday coming in on that yeah. back nine and getting a little closer. Yeah, knowing you got 23 guys uh, ahead yeah, of you, that's a lot tough, of guys right? To leave, yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. Well, it should be whatever happens, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be a fun weekend. Hopefully, Mother Nature cooperates and lets us yeah. finish this thing when we're supposed to, huh? Maybe I'll loop for one of you two on Monday. Hey, well, yeah, I'm sure they would <laughs> let they're you. They're going to have to customize a uh, coverall for me. But. No, they won't. No, no they, they have they have plenty in there. Your seen, size. I've seen Kisner's caddy out there. I'm sure. I'm sure you could <laughs> swim a in lot that of room thing. in my calves for them. Yeah, yeah. you can swim yeah. in that one, baby. So, all right, Jeff. Thanks for your time, man. Always good to visit with you. you. Appreciate Great it. To visit with you guys. All right, you there bet. you go, Jeff Babbitt on joining us right here on Real Golf Radio live from the Masters. Thanks for joining us. We got to take a short break. We'll wrap it up on the other side. I don't know if we could pick a winner. It's hard. There's a lot of them. Five it's major championships. <laughs> players, uh, winners at the top of this leaderboard at the 83rd Masters. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the sports talk host that can talk about all sports. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. It has been said that everyone has a book in them, but do you have the time or the ability to write your book? 
Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance Ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003 Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003 Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. Yeah, here we are live from the 83rd Masters. Brian and Bob with you here on Real Golf Radio. Thanks to Jeff Babineau for stopping by, Scott Michaud, as well as the caddy, Tony Finau. If you missed any part of the show, you can get onto our website at realgolfradio.com or follow us on Twitter, at Real Golf. This is the best way to listen uh, conveniently to any one of our shows. Thanks to Callaway Golf for their sponsorship of Real Golf Radio each and every week. And just a reminder, as you're watching Phil Mickelson uh, out there with his uh, Chrome Soft X uh-huh. with... Triple track technology. Yes. Making putts with his Stroke Lab putter. Also, Francesco Molinari doing uh, the, the same. The same thing. You can uh, also get yours at CallawayGolf.com. Well, five major champions all tied for the lead. Tiger Woods a shot back. Dustin Johnson a shot back. Phil Mickelson three back. Uh, this thing is just. Far from over. Oh, so exciting. Such great stuff. What do you think? What do you see? Well, you, you know what? I loved your comment, Bob. You, you think somebody from back in the pack is going to make a move today. You know, I think somebody will. I think somebody that goes out earlier today, has nothing to lose, is going to shoot 66, 65, 64 today. Someone's going to get hot. And, and get themselves back up in the, in the mix of everything. Um, but I, having said that, I think, you know, when it's all said and done, it's probably eight or nine under par is going to be leading today, going in the final round, maybe ten. You might see somebody get up to 11 or 12, but maybe come back. Um, but I, I would say probably around 10, and we're going to have about a, a 12, 12 or 13 under champion. Tell you what, if it's Tiger Woods, this place, as long as he stays in the mix, is going to be on fire. Can't yes, wait. It it's the 83rd Masters. It always delivers here at Augusta National. For Dave, our producer, for Bob Casper, I'm Brian Taylor. Enjoy the Masters, everyone. We'll see you next week. Listening to Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. Join us on Twitter at Real Golf or on our website at realgolfradio.com. It's been real.